That's some sensational catch. Absolutely brilliant from Hooper. Was hit back firmly by Maiello. Hammered down the ground. It could fly all the way for a maximum. It's gonna soar into the sky. That's the six they needed. That's 50 for Forbrush. What a knock that is from him. Outstanding striking. And that six brings Guernsey back into the game. Could be a catch. What a catch. One-handed grab. And that's Josh Butler, the captain. Oh my days, we have been treated to some catches in this tournament. Welcome to Under the Covers, Guernsey Cricket's very own podcast. I'm Ben Furbrush, Guernsey Cricket Development Manager, and on this podcast we will be chatting to players old and new, coaches, administrators and other cricketing keen beans along the way. On today's bite-sized episode of Under the Covers, I'm joined by Guernsey and Griffin's all-rounder, Luke Letissier. So welcome to the Guernsey Cricket Podcast, Luke Letissier, uh, a man in fine form. Thanks for coming on. No worries, thanks for having me, Ben. Uh, so last week, obviously, you had a bit of a stellar week with the bat. Uh, you scored 110 not out of 68 balls, including 15 fours and three sixes versus Kobo on Tuesday. Um, one thing for me, obviously, being on the wrong side of that, playing for Kobo, was just the way you timed the ball. Um, how did you feel about, about that knock? Um, yeah, I said it to teammates afterwards. Actually, it's probably one of the best knocks I've ever hit in terms of timing. Um, I just felt every every ball, even my pushes, defence, just straight out the middle. Um, apart from the ball that brought up my hundred was probably the worst <laughs> shot I played with. Edge, edge through for a mile for four, but other than that, it was uh, yeah, it felt yeah, felt nice. No, it certainly looked that way from uh, the wrong side. Like I said, um, I then unfortunately was on the wrong side again on Saturday. Um, this time for the OEs, uh, you followed up that even league score with 147 off 113, including 22 fours and one six against the OEs at the College Field. Again, what about that knock? Well, if I'm honest, I was a bit annoyed with the way I personally and we personally fielded, um, especially. I mean, I gave away 10 runs within two balls, I think it was, right, or yeah. something like that. Um, and I just knew we needed to make up for it with a bat. Um, yeah. After going, we're watching you guys go 200 for naught off 30 overs or something like that. Yes. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a long day. Um, but luckily, it was an absolute road. Um, and me and Nathan just said from the start, just get through to drinks, see where we are at drinks, yeah. none down, and uh, we'll, we'll go from there. Um, and yeah, that's about it, really. But Yeah, like you said, the wicket seemed uh, pretty flat. Uh, I fortunately didn't bat on it for, for too long. We only had sort of three overs at the back end of our innings. Uh, but yeah, it seemed like an absolute belter at the college field. Yeah, well, going from when we faced you guys a few weeks ago, Stokesy with the new ball, just nipping it past my outside yeah. edge for the first <laughs> 15 overs. Um, I think I only remember one really nipping back um, yeah. in his six over spell which was quite nice um, for me um, but yeah it was just just to get through get through them first 15 17 overs um, which we, we managed to do and then yeah the rest just took its toll and then with that what do you put your fine form down to obviously the last couple of years you seem to have made quite big progressions with the bat to be honest, I, if I'm honest I don't really know um, <laughs> this season all I've said to myself is just try play along the floor more right um, because I know last season, especially against when we played Kobo, I get I got to 50, 60. Yes, yeah. we just smashed one to mid on, and yeah. <laughs> Brebsey especially. I think I got caught four times by him last season. Um, so it's just, especially in the fifty over stuff, just trying to yeah. keep it on the deck a lot more, especially with with these outfields. Um, they're, yeah, they've been absolutely rapid. Yeah, so get it through the infield. It's it's normally four, especially in the first ten overs. Um, but yeah, no, I don't really overthink anything. I just see ball hit ball really yeah um, yeah and then with that it was only about three or four years ago you were obviously more of an off-spinning all-rounder probably batting at seven or eight where did the chance to, to open come about and you know 
how did that happen? Um, it came about uh, probably my first second season for Griffins because I played against them for St Pierre. Right. Um, I actually scored a hundred against them and right. Um, and then obviously St Pierre went bus came and because I was new, quite young, yeah, didn't really know much about me. Um, and then yeah, I suppose I just gone up and up the order, and then just now I just. I don't really give TK the option anymore. I just, uh, yeah, I just put the pads on. Yeah, and, and that's the same in, in both forms. Obviously, it probably have been pigeonholed more of a T20 player over the last couple of years, opening T20. Uh, I think it was only till about two years ago you, you were batting at 4-5 in weekend league. Uh, and obviously, that opportunity has now come up to open in, in weekend league too. Yeah, so again, I was, yeah, like I said, about 4-5. And then I had the opportunity to open against Wanderers, I think, a couple of years ago. Right. And scored 130-odd right. out in that. Um, and since that game, I've just opened. I, yeah. I just, for me, the, the first 10 overs, it's like perfect for me. A couple of men out. I yeah, yeah. Sort of play my shots. And, yeah. Um, hopefully get us off to a good start. See if it comes off or it doesn't. Yeah. Um, and at the moment, it, it seems to be uh, coming off all right. And with that, you play that reverse sweep quite a lot. Um, or the, the switch yeah, well, hit also. How's yeah. that come about? And suddenly, I've never really seen you practice that in the nets, but it seems to work. Yeah, I've, I've never actually had a training session on how to play it or right. I, I just I'm just watching KP over the years yeah. and people like that um, I mean I'm not the most technical technical <laughs> player through the offside um, I, hit a, I hit a few okay cover drives but um, yeah I just it's just a shot that gets on the captain's mind as well the opposition no, like, especially the yeah. medium paces when they've got you know a back of the point and third man up yeah if I just get any sort of bat on it I feel it's yeah, yeah. four or no, it's, it's incredibly hard um, to set a field to yeah, so a... it's yeah. I don't know where it's come from, really. I just like playing it. It's yeah. just like annoying, annoying <laughs> the bowlers, really. Yeah, no. I like you said. It certainly gives them something to think about with, with that extra man having to be in the ring as well in fifty over cricket. It really, really is tough to bowl to. Um, with regards to Griffins, obviously you're sitting top of the table at the moment uh, in both weekend and even league. Um, even league, you uh, have had the one washout against Indies. Yeah. Um, I think you've got the. the Two uh, probably slightly weak teams in the league with Optimus and, and Wanderers Rovers yeah. uh, coming up. Um, so after, at the halfway point, you probably feel like you, you should be top of the pile. Um, with that, it moves on to grass. Do you think that probably favours you guys as well? Um, I think it does because we've got three good spinners, I say, myself, TK, and Adam Martel, um, yeah. or Plugger, as he's known. Um, but that's where I feel on grass, we really. Yeah. get into teams it's death by spin almost yeah, um, yeah. some of the yeah some of the comebacks we we um we get over a season just pressure dot balls yeah um yeah hopefully i can find some form with the balls at the moment I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm really not bowling well i've got i'm not i've got a lot of rhythm at the moment but luckily i'm able to make up with the bat i guess um yeah, and then obviously in the, the, the weekends as well, you're sitting top of the pile. Um, two points ahead of Wanderers, who yeah. are uh, have lost the one game against the OEs. Um, you guys are, are three from three at the moment, um, taking on Wanderers this weekend. So it must be quite a big game. I think it will almost be a sort of title decider this weekend. Yeah, so I was chatting to Dave Pising actually after the game on Saturday, and he's... Uh... He's up for it, but I think yeah, if we if we win that, I think yeah, we're four from four, um, and I think we well, we will be favourites. I think yeah. we probably just need the one one out of the next two, but we've got to play them twice. Obviously, they've beaten Kobo twice. And yeah, obviously, good side. Um, and the OE's game went, was probably could have been a lot closer if Matt yeah, Stokes yeah. and uh, <laughs> gone ballistic. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, it'd be a good game. They got some they got some good players. Um, 
but yeah, so do we. Yeah, um, yeah, no, so definitely. We'll, um, yeah, he'll be a good game. Yeah, and then obviously we mentioned this last week, but you've sort of got seven guys to come back into that Griffin's team as well. So like, how are you going to fit all those, yeah, those players so, in? I mean, we were we were close to calling off the first the first afternoon league game against College. Um, right. We had nine players on the Friday night, and then two two lads just stepped up from the lower divisions um, to play against you guys, which and helped a big block. We had um, Lee Loscombe, yeah. um, who fielded actually really yeah, well yeah, for yeah, us. No, so definitely, yeah. Um, yeah. And just for turning up, you know, like turning up to a couple of divisions above you on a Saturday afternoon, 50 overs. Um, yeah. It was really great for him. But yeah, we've, we thought we'd be struggling a lot more, but a lot of the second team players have, have come up and actually performed as well yeah. for us. But yeah, we've got the likes of... Uh, Nick Bockel, obviously, who's, yeah. a, who's a big mess up front with the ball. Um, Dan Lamez, um, even Nick Hutchinson, yeah. um, players like that. We, yeah, we've got Jason Martin, who obviously hasn't played yeah, yeah. many games. But I think um, the other one that's really stepped up for you guys is is uh, Adam Wakeford. He seems to have really found his stride at the moment and he's bowling some real top spells. Yeah, he puts in a good shift for us, um, especially through the power play. I think he, yeah, he normally bowls his 10 straight through, yeah, um, yeah. which is obviously... And he's got quite a short run up as well, so the overweight's quite nice. <laughs> yeah. So it's almost like sort of takes it away from from the batsman. So, oh, twenty overs gone. Yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, no, he's probably bowling the best I've seen. Um, I've played with him obviously since we were I don't know nine, ten, and being yeah. my cousin as well, and the yeah, yeah. and stuff. But he's bowling, yeah, probably the best I've seen him bowl at the moment. Now, on the subject of cousins, obviously you shared that double yeah. century partnership with Nathan on the weekend. That must have been not only great to, to score those runs but also to share it with your cousin yeah so yeah it was nice it's the first time we've um, first time we've, we've done it in the same game all together whilst we've broken out in the middle um, and most of our family were there as well yeah yeah, yeah. Quite nice. normally we just get oh, my grandparents yeah, yeah. they're always yeah. there um, but yeah I don't know if it was just yeah that day there was, yeah. just seems to be 10-15 of them and yeah it happened but no it was really nice um, he was yeah, he was panicking a little bit. He didn't think he was going to have enough runs because <laughs> I was hitting it quite nicely. But I was always, uh, always going to let him. Yeah, let yeah. Him get there yeah. If, if he wasn't to get out. Yeah, and then with relation to Guernsey stuff, uh, ambitions for them open the batting and. Yeah, I've said it for years. I've won about as high as I can for Guernsey. Um, I had the opportunity to open last summer against in the Isle of Man games. Yeah, I know it was not COVID and stuff. Didn't have many games, but it was nice. Um, I always want about as high as I can. Yeah. Guernsey, club, school cricket. Yeah, yeah. I just want to be in the game. I want to be in the game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, yeah, just as high as I can, really. Yeah, no, sounds good. Uh, and, and then this week, you guys have got, is it Wanderers this week in the Even League as well? Wanderers Rovers? Yeah, I think so. That must be a Wednesday or Thursday. Thursday, Thursday game. Thursday game. Yeah, right. Thursday. Um, yeah. So, in fact, that's Optimus then you've got. Yeah, so you've got Optimus on Thursday, I believe. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so good luck in that game and hopefully the runs keep flowing. Yeah, hopefully. Um, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, mate. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for listening to the Guernsey Cricket Podcast. Remember to hit the subscribe button and keep listening. No one's gonna shoot me down alone. No one, no one. You're not gonna shoot me down.